This Eastern Conference NBA win totals edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is doing everything they can to help DGENs only cash big. Use promo code SGP for a 50% deposit bonus. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to fifty dollars. That's thrivefantasy.com promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports betters, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks, including picks from the crew at SGPN. Better Than Vegas. It's like YouTube for sports betting. Check out all their free videos at Better Than Vegas. That's Better Than Vegas. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay pred providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up six weeks free over to aceperhead.com/sgp. That's aceperhead.com/sgp. Hey, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circle Las Vegas. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome everyone to the Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Rye. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer Dog? Uh, well, I have my uh, my NBA shirt on. Yes. I'm excited to talk a little NBA. You're rocking your Linsanity uh, shirt. Sh- shout out to Linsanity, which, by the way, Sean, in my in my other life, a uh, bunch of tech nerds. Someone actually recognized the Linsanity shirt and said, "Best summer of my life." So <laughs> I was like, "Well, you're welcome for reminding you of that." And uh, yeah, let's t- let's talk about how the Knicks are g- finally gonna finally gonna do something this year, right? The Travis Fulgham of the NBA, Jeremy Lin. Uh, hopefully, oh. uh, hopefully Fulgham makes That's a comeback. That's disrespectful to Lin. Ful- Fulgham only had a, a small cup of coffee. Lin was the uh, the darling of a city. Oh, come on. I mean, he was the four, had four games best receiver in the league. They decided to stop throwing to him. I, I don't know if I don't know if Jeremy Lin was ever that dominant as Travis Fulgham. But Ryan, we're here to talk NBA. We're here to talk hoops. Joining us to talk hoops from the NBA Gambling Podcast site editor over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com, Ryan Rich Fat Baby McKee. McKee, hey, how, hey. how are we feeling about uh, the NBA coming up, man? I'm overwhelmed, but I'm really excited. I just, I feel like I didn't get enough off season, but I'm, I'm rallying. I've, uh, you know, I've got a lot of caffeine. I'm ready to go. Well, you're, you sound like LeBron already bitching about the uh, quick turnaround on the new season. He, yeah. he's, he was already talking about, um, you know, I'm just going to kick it to uh, AD. I'm going to have a nice relaxed uh, early part of the season. You know, part of the really, really part of the reason I'm starting to really like LeBron more. I know we're big fanboy here, but uh, I'm aging with him. Mm. So I get his get off my lawn situation. <laughs> I get like, Hey man, I just finished playing. I'm tired. I need a nap. 
Like that's what I feel like. So I could only imagine what the great LeBron James feels like. It is funny because they they hype up LeBron as this guy spends a million dollars a year just on his body, just on his body. And then they asked him to play basketball two months after last playing basketball. It's like, what are you doing to this man? You can't do this. Joining us as well to help uh, round out from the uh, NBA Gambling Podcast and of course sportsgamblingpodcast.com, Zach Bronner. Zach, uh, how you feeling about uh, your teams this year? I know you're you're a Knicks guy. Also, have a love affair with the Nuggets. How are we feeling so far? I'm doing good, boys. Good to see you. Uh, just trying to, uh, you know, stay positive, test negative. I'm on that. I'm on that. <laughs> I'm on that mode with John Rothstein, uh college basketball reporter. So good to see you guys. Obviously, prayers up to the Bradbury family, to the Garrett family. Uh, you know, we had some COVID issues with the New York Giants this week, yes. but. Uh, Big game Sunday night against the Odell Beckhams. Uh, going to be big. Well, all rise. Hopefully, that isn't uh, referring to the number of positive tests for the New York Giants. <laughs> oh, Hate to see that. Goodness. Hate to see a rising count. And I think we got a hit on some of this. We're going to be doing uh, the Eastern Conference win totals podcast here on the SGP feed, and then the Western Conference uh, win totals podcast will be dropped exclusively on the gambling, the NBA gambling podcast feed. So check that out. Just pop it into iTunes, Spotify. If you haven't already subscribed there, couple issues, we got to get out of the way before we start breaking down these win totals. One, there is a, uh, it is a only a 72 game season. So that is going to factor in. I, I know when I started hopping in doing the research, I'm like, these numbers are so low. The over, Knicks are only 22 over, and a half only free money. This and is then- so easy. And then I, <laughs> and then I remember I'm like, oh yeah, 72 game season. So We'll throw out the win totals. We'll also remind you what they uh, correlate to in an 82 game win total. So you don't have to do the math there. The other thing, um, you know, you guys were talking, I was listening to the NBA gambling podcast. You guys were talking about how Corona is going to impact the season because it looks like the NBA they're doing it without a bubble. They're raw dogging it as they say in the sports world. (laughs) And you know, I heard Cuban talking about it and it sounds like they're going to have the same approach as the NFL. You know, they're going to set up all these protocols, you know, a bunch of testing, but if guys test positive, they're going to go onto a COVID list. They're going to be, you know, put off to the side there for a little bit. What, uh, what have you guys worked into uh, the handicapping Zach? What have you worked in as far as the Corona season? I, I heard you guys talking about how you're going to kind of look to hop on teams that have a bunch of depth. How do you, how do you think it's going to impact the season and the win totals? Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I think you're looking at depth first of all. Obviously, you want a team that could survive a couple of cases here and there. Um, I also think, compared to football, though, the NBA is going to have a harder time like isolating guys in their close contacts and then pushing forward with a game. I think you're going to see if a team has a case, you know, maybe five or six or an entire team miss the game. So, you know, there's no guarantee that every team gets a 72 here. So, I would definitely check your action, no action rules wherever you're betting. Um, you know, make sure that if you're, you know, if you only get six, seven games or whatever, how's that going to affect your bet here? But yeah, I think it's, it's obviously risky with the no bubbles, but there was no chance they were to convince the players uh, and the players association <laughs> to go back into a bubble. And, and, you know, they are already going on this accelerated timeline. So, it, it, um, it, you know, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's, it's just so funny because the NBA, it's like, these guys are heroes. They beat Corona. And then the players are like, nah, we're, we're fine. We're not going to, we're not going to go back in that bubble. We're not going to risk staying in a hotel to 
a hundred percent be Corona free. These guys, now nah, we're just going to do it. And it well, is, and we've already, and we've already seen it with James Harden going to strip clubs without a mask. <laughs> and then he didn't quarantine. He's already playing preseason. He didn't quarantine for two weeks or whatever. He might have, it. he might be giving it to the rest of the Rockets for all we know right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would be a, a parting gift if he ends up getting traded and Starts an outbreak in the Houston locker room. He definitely put on the uh, COVID. I was, was going to say he's definitely been dining out. So <laughs> yes. I, I don't know what else he's been doing out. But yeah, I mean, I, th- there's going to be. It's the same problem that college basketball is going to face, and just like the the ice is just that much thinner, right? Like college football teams taking a hit of 25 players was ridiculous, but still doable. Uh, the NBA, well, I think that's just and it's interesting. You know, you saw the Broncos; they had a game where they play without a quarterback. It would be funny <laughs> if there is a game where they play without, uh, or yeah, team I mean, managers dressing team, for the game. Yes, <laughs> assistant coach. I mean, I, I could see Doc Rivers throwing on, uh, you know, throwing on a jersey. It reminds me of the time when. Um, we had a rec league basketball game and my dad was visiting from out of town and we were, <laughs> we were one guy short and my dad just randomly subbed in. Uh, there was, there was a debate as to whether or not my dad could play, not because whether or not he was on the roster, but he had like dress shoes on and there left some <laughs> black marks on the court. Uh, so I, I, I'm just imagining uh. a hilarious situation uh, like that. But again, the NBA, even though they're playing through Corona, they are still heroes. Unlike the NFL, which are monsters. That's that, that is the messaging from the media. It's like the, the NBA, the NFL is pretending like Corona doesn't exist. And then the NBA does the exact same thing. And they're like, all right, let's get ready for the season. No acknowledgement of the uh, yeah, college football is going to murder a bunch of kids, but the NBA <laughs> they're doing yeah. the Lord's work. No, the, no mention of the NBA, but God bless the NBA. They're playing. Let's do it. Let's talk about the National Basketball Association. All these win totals we're about to go over. You can get over at mybookie.ag. Use the promo code SGP for a 50% deposit bonus. Yeah. Play win and get paid over at mybookie.ag. Mybookie, they got it all. Live bet, in-game wagering, player props, MVP, rookie of the year, a little bit of everything over at mybookie.ag. I know the DJs only in the slack. They're already talking about preseason games. They're looking to get down on so much action over at mybookie.ag. You literally can bet it all. I know we had an article posted about darts recently. Shout out to uh, Malcolm uh, Bamford, uh, the horse handicapper and now darts expert for sports gambling podcast.com. You can find it all over at mybookie.ag presenting sponsors of the sports gambling podcast network. Mybookie.ag promo code S G P. All right. Just real quick to reiterate that. Yes. We have college football, college basketball, National Football League, all games that matter. And we still have DGENs wanting that sweet, <laughs> sweet NBA preseason action. Hashtag DGENs only. An embarrassment of riches. Even it, they're still running the Sims, too. So if you're, if you find yourself <laughs> in a situation where you don't have action, there is action to be had over at my bookie. Okay, we're going to start. From highest win total to lowest win total. Hey, one thing we should say real fast, Sean, sure. that you forgot is um, when they take away those ten games from each team, they come oh, yes. out of their conference. So the Eastern Conference is playing a lower percentage of Eastern Conference teams. Same with the Western Conference. That should depress the Eastern Conference wins because they won't have as many wins against the lower tier teams. Yeah, that was a great nugget you guys had. Uh, I, I had that down. I meant to get to it, but the uh, that you had on the NBA gambling podcast that 
you know, you were kind of giving Zach a bunch of crap for taking every over on the Western Conference Finals when you guys were doing your early looks there. And uh, you guys pointed out that nugget that they're going to have less games against the West itself. So that should help boost them up. So a good thing to consider here, Milwaukee bucks leading the pack here, 50 and a half, which translates to 57 and a half for an 82 game season. Um, you know, yes, no playoffs. Not really. I mean, this team is making the playoffs plus 600 to win the championship right now. Zach, I'll let you kick things off. What is your play here on the Bucks coming off a uh, disappointing playoff performance? But of course, Giannis locked him up long term with the Supermax. What are you doing here for the with the Bucks? Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, I I was down on this team coming off their their playoff loss last year, but now with that Giannis re-signing, it seems like it's kind of you know kumbaya vibes coming out of coming out <laughs> of Milwaukee right now. They seem really really happy with the team they have. Uh, Drew Holiday coming over, obviously he kind of gives them a little more upside at the guard position. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think their depth, it, their their depth was sort of a hallmark last year. Um, I, I would say their depth is going to, you know, get a little bit worse for the playoffs. But in the regular season, Bud's system has proven to work. So, you know, this team won 57 games, playing only 72 regular season games last year. Um, I wanted to go under here, but you know, seven less games because they swapped Eric Bledsoe and George Hill for drew holiday and lost Kyle Korver. Um, so I'm going to go over 55 and a half, 50 and a half here, 50 and a half on the 72 game season, uh, rich fat baby. What are you doing here with the bucks? I'm doing the same thing. Yes. They were a disappointment in the playoffs, but they were a disappointment in the playoffs the year before as well. And they still came back and had the best record in the NBA regular season last year. Coach Bud, three out of his last six seasons as a head coach, he's gone sixty uh, for sixty win games in an eighty-two game season. So uh, he would go over that in this one as well. I have them as my top team in the East. So over. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, normally I like to try and take the under on the highest line, yep. but I, I don't know. I, I'm going to say I, I'm with you guys on the over. A little nugget here. They won 38 games last year by double digits. So they dominated the bad teams, which really helps in these, in these kind of uh win well, total situations. Yeah, and piling on that, they did dominate bad teams going 39 and four against teams that were under 500. So absolutely take the, we're going to fade conventional wisdom and we're going to take the over on the, on the biggest number on the board for the East. Yeah. It's 50 and a half, but I, I think it's tough to go against uh, Giannis right now. Drew holiday maybe helps a little bit with the defense, but I, this bucks team, you know, we'll see what happens when it comes to the playoffs, but regular season, they should be lined up for success. Moving over to the uh, Brooklyn or yeah, we'll do Brooklyn nets. 44 and a half is the win total, which turns into a 50 and a half in a normal 82 game season plus 600 same odds as the bucks to win the uh, NBA championship. That's the Kramer. That is uh, the NBA championship or yep. conference championship. Yeah. All right. Oh, my bookie sourced directly for hours ago, <laughs> right? <from laughs> hot off the press. McKee, what are you doing with this uh, Nets team? Obviously, you know, new head coach Steve Nash. Uh, Durant looks like he's he's healthy. He's looked pretty good so far in the preseason. And then you got the wild card uh, Kyrie Irving. What do you uh, over under here? Forty four and a half. Uh, well, I am going to go over. I have them slotted in as my uh, second seed in the East. I think that now because the Bucks were like. 
botched that Bogdan Bogdanovich trade. Um, they weren't able to bring him over. They look like they were going to have the best starting five in the East with that, but they missed it. So I do think the Nets have the strongest starting five in the East right now with Kyrie, Karis Levert, Joe Harris, Kevin Durant, and Jared Allen. So I'm going to go ahead and go over. I think they start off a little slow, but I, I think that they will rally and win a bunch of games and uh, probably come out of the East uh, since the Bucks can't seem to get it done in the postseason. Zach, what about you? Are you as high on the Nets this year? Yeah, I'm very high on, on our sort of postseason capabilities. I think they're going to be that, like with, with Kyrie and KD, both proven postseason killers, despite the uh, you know ca- prevailing narrative about them. Um, I'll also go over here. I think you know to add on what he said, sneaky depth here. Uh, you know, off the bench, they have a ton of guys who you know could theoretically carve a pathway to minutes. So a lot of options for Steve Nash. Um, and yeah, Kyrie and KD both look like they lost, you know, 10, 15 pounds each this offseason. I would say super lean guys with history, of lower body injury. So hopefully they can stay healthy. I'll go over. Um, and I, this might pick to win the East uh, as well. So Kramer, playoff upside too. If there's one guy on this planet, I, I truly believe is the right mix of old school with kind of new school millennial. Let me listen to your feelings, leadership qualities. It's Steve Nash. And mm. if anyone could talk Kyrie Irving out of his flat earth principles. <laughs> I believe it, it's going to be Steve Nash. That being said, like do, do dudes just really like, are we just ignoring the fact that Kevin Durant is coming back from an injury that dudes just don't come back from all that uh, often. He like, looks good in preseason. I he just, looks like he's back to himself. I, I want to believe that I, 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 I'm a big Steve Nash fan and I want to see him do well as a coach. I just think, you know, if you want to apply the dream team scenario, the dream team logic uh, that we like to use in the NFL for, for, for the NBA, um, I'm just give you three highlights of why this isn't going to work. One, Steve Nash, will he be able to have the hard conversation with Kyrie when he's losing his fucking mind? Can the Achilles hold up for Kevin Durant's? I think that matters. And lastly, the nets in my lifetime have always been a bag of dicks. <laughs> so I'm going to fade the nets here and take oh. the under. I think they could be a postseason team. Like you're mentioning if they get there with Durant, but maybe not in the regular season. I'm, I'm with you Kramer. I'm on a team under, and maybe this is just the old guy in me, but th- this team is just, uh, is their official mascot? Just uh, a per a pouty person. Like they, like between Kyrie and, and, and Durant, uh, there was even some friction when they announced Nash. And I, I do think Nash is a has like a high basketball IQ. I do think he eventually will round into a good head coach, but this is a lot going from a guy who has he coached at any level. I mean, I, I don't think he has now NBA. He ha- he's definitely coached. And that, in fact, I think, I think his, he probably has more coaching experience in like random soccer shit. Uh, with his, with you know, you big, big yeah, but soccer we're talking guy. sports. I, I, he, I, he was a player development consultant for the warriors. So he technically comes from the Steve Kerr coaching tree, but no, like on court in game coaching experience in the NBA. Yeah. I, I just think this could be, I, and I wouldn't be surprised. Like you said, uh, McKee and uh, Zach, if they, if they kind of find their footing in the playoffs, but I think as far as regular season win total, I think there's going to be too many spots where they're quote unquote, figuring things out. And the, the, the game flow is going to be a little off. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going under here. It, it, it could be, uh, you know, maybe they're in the mix to get James Harden as a dark horse candidate. And obviously that would shake things up, but yeah, right now I'm going under on the nets 44 and a half. 
the last thing I'll say is the last time this was a sick, they have to win 62% of their games to beat this uh, win total. You have to go back to 2009. The last time that a KD led team didn't win 62% of their games. Ooh, good nugget. <laughs> yeah, his Achilles hadn't been popped with all those seasons. <laughs> well, he also was, you know, some of those seasons included him going to like a 73 oh, win joining team. a super team. Yeah. <laughs> Makes it a little easier. Moving over to the Boston Celtics, sitting also at 44 and a half. Again, 50 and a half is the 82 win game total. They're also, uh, although they're a little uh to win the championship, they're at plus sixteen hundred, much higher than the Bucks or the Nets, in spite of the fact of having the same win total as the Nets. Celtics, are you are you buying in to Brad Stevens, Zach, for this year? No, I'm going under here. Um I think they this Kemba Walker week to week knee issue. Never like to see that going into a season. Um and yeah, I mean I think your your bet the, the over bet here is that you know, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown take another big leap. I don't necessarily see that. I thought, I thought Tatum, you know, capped out a little bit in the playoffs. So uh, yeah, I think this is kind of the narrative. I, I like with you guys taking the nets that they could be quiet in the regular season, then get healthy as you know, a three or a four seat. So I'll go under on the Celtics. Yeah, you're right. They're dealing with some injury stuff early. And of course, Gordon Hayward, no longer on the team. He's over on Charlotte McKee. Are you, are you rocking the under over here? I'm going over. I uh, I actually like the additions they've made with Tristan Thompson and Jeff Teague uh, to back up. Jeff Teague can back up Kemba Walker. I think they can string together enough backcourt minutes with Marcus Smart and Jeff Teague to uh, win enough games in the East. Um, three of the last five years, they've gone over 62%, uh, which they need to do to go over this win total. Uh, and they weren't that far under, under the other two years. So I like this team. I, I think it's actually addition by subtraction, getting rid of Gordon Hayward. Cause while he was good for them, it was always like day to day. They never knew when that guy was going to get hurt. Kramer, get out of my notes. McKee. I say addition <laughs> by subtraction. I think, I, I mean, I think it's fairly easy based on all the, uh, the smart people I read on the internet, Sean, including uh, the, the NBA game. It seems like it's clear that Gordon Hayward off the team is going to make them a, a better team. It's going to improve the balance and it's going to make it, it's going to make the rotation less awkward. And so while I am concerned about the Kemba Walker situation, I'm going to also take over here. I think Brad Stevens, well-coached team uh, should be able to to handle some, some bullets in the COVID experience. So I'm going to go over. Yeah. It does feel like if anyone can get, you know, higher than expectation out of, out of Tristan, Tristan Thompson, it would probably be a good coach like Brad Stevens. That being said, I think there's enough injury concerns mm. with uh, what they're dealing with already. And you know, Gordon Hayward did help them out a little bit. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to go under here. It, it's it feels like a slight under. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to be locking this up here at the end, one way or the other. But I, I'm. I'm going to lean with Zach here. Take the under. Fun bet. Uh, not. I. I just finished saying how I like the over. But if you want to buy into the uh, the Patriots and the Greater New England area are about to <laughs> suffer a sports uh, a sports downer maybe over the next couple years. Plus eight hundred to miss the playoffs. I don't oh, know. Wow. If you believe in Juju? Uh, maybe the Patriots missing the playoffs will will make way for some of the other teams to shit the bed this year. <laughs> Well, hopefully the Sixers they don't shit the bed. They're also sitting at forty-four and a half on the seventy-two game, which turns to fifty and a half on the eighty-two game. Plus fourteen hundred to win the championship. 
Zach, are you buying the Doc Rivers Kool Aid? Is he what this team needs to fix their problems? No, I'm not. And I, I hate. I, <laughs> Damn I hate it. To, <laughs> I hate to get on the Acela Corridor cities, but look, I mean, <laughs> we we've been this has been the narrative every single year that somehow the Sixers will figure out this fit between Simmons and Embiid. Look, I I, I honestly prefer Ben Simmons to Joel Embiid. If if you had to pick one of those guys to ship off for James Harden, um. Yeah, I mean, I, I I just don't see them putting it together. Uh, Danny Green like wasn't that good for the Lakers last year. All of a sudden, he's solving all the Sixers' problems. Uh, no way do I see that. So, and, and if you look at kind of the, the spreadsheet we have here, there's a definitive tier uh, like of these sort of five or six teams here. So I think one of them is going to fall out. I'm, I'm taking the Sixers under, and I could see a sort of ultimatum type season, uh, you know, coming together on Broad Street for the for the Sixers. How dare you? McKee, what are you what are you doing here? Are you gonna are you gonna make me happy and pick the Sixers over? I'm sorry. I'm also going <laughs> under. God damn it. Their home road splits were crazy last year. They were yeah. 31 and 4 at home and then 12 and 26 on the road. Philadelphia doesn't have like a topographical reason for that home court advantage. It's because of their fans that they have that home court advantage. So with no fans, I'm afraid that the Sixers are really gonna struggle. Uh, just like they did in the bubble. So I'm going under Kramer. I mean, drop I, your, drop your flaming hot take on the 76ers. Doc rivers, five and two to the under with the Clippers. Oh, let's wow. go five and four with the Celtics. I, you know, I don't know. Like doc rivers won a championship. I think doc rivers did some great things getting the Clippers through those dark years uh, with, with, uh, with the racist owner. I'm blanking on his name, Sterling. I don't know if Doc Rivers is a plug and play makes your team better right now, coach. He he if anything, he's kind of a, a leader of men, CEO style culture guy. And I don't think those guys flip the switch. So I'm with uh I'm with the guy, I'm with Zach, I'm with McKee. Uh Ryan's I, are gonna I stick you, together I now. You take guys the under. Are, I think you guys are underestimating how bad <laughs> Brett Brown was. How he was just this chill ass Australian guy. Yeah. I'd like to split a blue and onion with Brett Brown, but he wasn't, he didn't have any intensity. He, <laughs> you he want, didn't you, you lay, want a hot take. What's that hot take? Doc rivers is the African-American Brett, Brett Brown, oh, right? You're way wrong. First off, he's not afraid to talk <laughs> shit on his players. They asked him about, uh, is he worried about Simmons shooting? And he said, no, I had Paul George last year. That's the kind of <laughs> passive aggressive, angry, Intensity, I'd like to see the the real reason why I'm on the over the Sixers is a Joel Embiid isn't fat. I mean, he, the guy was legitimately yes. fat last season. He has come in, you know. Hopefully, he's just going to be like crying like a baby at the end of the season. But I I think he is dialed in, and yeah, I, I maybe I'm a little optimistic that Doc is what was causing you know Embiid and Simmons not to work together. But I think. Doc can get this team in shape enough to hit this over 44 and a half. Let's see how he looks after the holiday season. That's all the I'll last say. the last time that Doc Rivers won a championship, Zach was literally in junior high. <laughs> yeah, it's been a little while. Was that means 07? he's due. That means he's due. He's hanging around the league without winning championships. He's due. I'm not worried. Miami Heat, their win total sits at 43 and a half. 49 and a half would be the adjusted total there. Plus 1,800 to win it all. Zach, where are we at with this uh, Heat team? And and to that point, do you think a team like the Heat has a chance, like a lower seeded team, to make a run? Or was that just kind of a bubble exception last season? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think all the reasons that he were successful in the bubble would still apply this year. Like, it's going to be all about basketball. You got to want to grind. So the Heat are known for having sort of a militaristic culture um, under Pat Riley and Spo. Um, and and look, I, th- I think the short offseason helps them. You know, they 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 were the team that kind of built the most mojo coming out of last offseason, clearly seemed to still have it going. So, you know, this team was sneaky, not that good in the regular season last year, at least pre-hiatus. So I definitely think that's gotten lost a little bit. So I, I would lean over here, but I think this number is just about right. Um, you Obviously, another team out, out of these that has the James Harden specter kind of hanging over the beginning of their season until the deadline. So that's also worth following, but I'll, I'll lean over here. Yeah, McKee. I mean, are are you factoring in the, these hardened potential trade destinations when you're breaking down these win totals? I am, but I, um, I mean, I factor get more into the Rockets win total than I am these yeah. just random ones because like we don't know yet. And I, I like the Miami Heat here to be a. I have them slide in as the fourth seed and to go over um, Zach's right. They were a little rough last year in the regular season. I think that they showed that they can be a lot better and uh, Tyler hero alone came on and Andre Godala. He wasn't playing for them in the regular season before the break. So uh, I think that they are great additions to this, uh, this team as well. So you're, you're on the over for the heat. A uh, couple interesting nuggets about the Heat. We got sent the uh, DraftKings NBA betting guide. The uh, sportsbook manager Johnny Avello sent that over. Oh, how nice of him! And a couple, a couple fun nuggets. One, the Heat was the most profitable uh, team betting wise, which, which kind of makes surprising. sense. But it, I, it was probably a lot of people laying the money line when they were kind of getting on that run there. And one little nugget: Tyler Hero was second for least profitable player props, and, <laughs> and I feel like I got killed by the Tyler Hero. Uh, you know, magic and run. He was going on a little bit least, but the number one least profitable uh, player prop guy to bet was Ben Simmons. So maybe people were taking the Ben Simmons over points. I, I, I like the heat. I mean, I really liked him last year. I'm a little bit worried. Zach was kind of touching on it as far as maybe this team wasn't that good and, and things just kind of clicked and the bubble really seemed to highlight the good coaches. And, and maybe that's Maybe a little bit of that magic is going to get lost this season. I'm still going to go over though. It, it feels like it's going to be close, but I, I say slightly on the over. Jimmy Butler kind of seemed to get to another level last year, and I think he's going to he's going to want to stay up there. So yeah, I, I like the over here, 43 and a half. The other, yeah, the other side of that coin is that they figured some shit out, and, and I think there is enough carryover in this team that you could actually you could lean into that argument. And you know, we've seen this in the NBA before. Team does matter at some level. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I, it's fun. It's it's also just fun to, to to back a. As much as I I should hate the Heat as a Knicks fan, uh, <laughs> my 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 blood has not boiled in some time uh, since insanity probably, Sean. Uh, so yeah, let's let's take the Heat. Let's uh, let's get behind Jimmy Butler, and uh, I, I'm I'm kind of windy. If there's one team that could, it wouldn't surprise me if they did better than they expect, like much better than people expect. It's the Heat this year. The the expectation is just high. Yeah. The the bar's a little high, but I think they uh no like I'm liking the over there. You know what else I like? Better than Vegas, baby. Free video picks. What more could you ask for? The SGPN crew. We're putting out our own better than Vegas. We got our own channel over there. Basically like YouTube. If YouTube was just dedicated to sports gambling. Follow us over there. All you gotta do is sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. 
a bunch of our guys putting out picks. I know I, I'm doing some picks. Kramer doing some picks. NBA guys, they're doing picks. A little bit of everything over there. They're doing a couple prizes. Uh, a thousand bucks to the handicapper that wins the most units, and a thousand handicapper that has the most followers. Again, if our page wins either of those contests, we will be giving away all that cold hard cash to you, the listeners. So give us a follow. Check us out. SportsGamblingPodcast.com/slash/BTV for better than Vegas. Toronto Raptors sitting at 42 and a half adjusted. It would be 48 and a half plus 2,500, 25 to win, to win or 25 to one to win the NBA championship. I don't know, man, this uh, Raptors are always interesting to me, especially post Kawhi. Cause I feel like they're still getting slept on a little bit. Very well coached spicy P uh, not as good last year. More like mild P Zach. What do we uh, think of the Raptors this season? Yeah, uh, for for better or worse here, I mean the the Giannis question is kind of off the table for this team. They were they were one of the teams along with Miami and Dallas that was really gearing up to chase him next summer. That's now off the table. They consolidated and look, this is my favorite play on the board in the East. So this could be my lock over. Uh, you know, they won 53 wins on, on 72 games last year. Um, Nick Nurse, phenomenal coach in the regular season and the postseason. Um, Kyle Lowry's back. Fred Van Vliet's re-upped. Um, and yeah, look, they lost Mark Gasol and Serge Ibaka. Um, you know, if you watch the games last year, th- those guys weren't that good. Um, you know, they they were solid, but replacing them with Aaron Baines, a young Chris Boucher coming in. Um, and I'll also throw out with this team. I think OG Ananobi for most improved player um, is definitely worth looking at. He is about to pop this season. Um, in a contract year. So uh, lock over here uh, for the Raptors really like this. And I don't think, I don't think they're the worst team out of this group that we just talked about. I'll put it that way. Oh, nice. McKee, you on the uh, over as well for the Raptors. You fading. Yep. I agree with everything that Zach said. I also have them as my best bet over in the East. Um, I put them at a 61% win percentage, which is 10% lower than Nick nurse's win percentage since he got to Toronto. So I, I feel like that's uh pretty easy that they were still going to go over uh, based on that win percentage. So surge missed nearly 20 games last season and Gasol missed nearly 30 games and they were still able to uh, crush their win total last year. Kramer. I, I mean, it seems like 50 wins is the floor. I think this, this adjusts to 48 and a half and uh, much like these two, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna share their stream. Wait, cross the stream, switch the. I'm I'm also gonna lock this one up. It seems like th- this is a fairly. It scares me that everyone really likes this, um, <laughs> but it, it seems obvious. This is another one where the the narrative of who the, who they lost really doesn't matter to me. I mean, like you said, uh, Serge and Marcus Saul were were contributors, but I don't know if this is like an earth shattering change. And at the end of the day, Nurse just went. He's going to win fifty or adjusted fifty games. So lock it up. Yeah, no, I I think their total is a little bit lower just because of the headlines that all the teams above them have gotten. But if you actually look at the team they're trotting out there and the coaching they have, it shouldn't be this low. So I'm with you guys. Lock it up. Toronto Raptors. I I, I do have a. a I do have a nugget because I think if you're if you play, uh, especially like in the prop swap market, they have a very uh, difficult season in the first half from a travel perspective, the Raptors. So something to keep an eye on, maybe they lose some games. Maybe you can buy someone's uh, over ticket off them at a discounted price. I don't know. Indiana Pacers sitting at 39 and a half 
plus one ninety to uh, not make the playoffs, minus two thirty to make the playoffs. Wow, twelve thousand five hundred to win it all. N- not expecting a lot of uh, you know NBA championship tickets for the Pacers. A big storyline is whether or not they will end up trading Oladipo. Zach, what do you think about the Pacers and do they trade Victor Oladipo? Yeah, I mean, I think they want to trade Victor Oladipo. Uh, he hasn't looked that good, but he seems like he's sort of cancerous to their culture right now. Um, I will probably lean under here. I mean, look, they, they've been a solid team and they could, they could be a solid team without him. Uh, another week to week injury with TJ Warren. Um, he's dealing with the plantar fasciitis. That's never fun. Um, and he was, you know, supposed to be probably the leading scorer for this team. So, you know, this might be another t- prop swap team, you know, going along the line that Kramer said, I think they could struggle early trying to figure out the Oladipo question, maybe pick it up late um, first year head coach as well. Um, so I would lean under and then just another nugget, the Raptors this season, by the way, are the Tampa Bay Raptors. So that, that might be why this line is a little bit lower just because they're playing in Tampa due to Canada's COVID restrictions. Um, oh so yeah, they don't have any home I, I was uh, yeah, yeah, I forgot to mention that, but good point there on the Tampa but, Bay Raptors. You know, I'm glad you reminded me because this does give them a <laughs> it, decided it, advantage, right? No fans or whatever. We'll we'll know what Florida does, but Tampa obviously known for their strip club game. A yes, lot sir. of visiting teams, <laughs> yes, might be hitting the drive-through. Well, and also, <laughs> I mean, these Canadian players maybe a little smarter realize how to. It is funny that their solution to the COVID problem is to go to Florida. I, I don't know <laughs> how is that better. <laughs> why is you know I, I why not why just not like Buffalo? Vermont, <laughs> yes, Maine. Maine seems like a nice open rural area. You can't find a stadium uh, in Tampa. Maine. I mean, if there's no if there's no fans, just play at a high school gym. I, I don't know, uh, McKee. What are you doing here on the on the Indiana Pacers? I'm in line with Zach. I'm gonna go under. Um, Nate McMillan's teams seem to kind of always overperform, and he's gone. They have first year coach and Nate Bjornsson. Uh, they just hired another Nate for some reason, but he's never coached uh, in. He's never been a head coach in the NBA, so that'll be new to him. They also have uh, fit issues with Sabonis and Turner. They're talking about wanting to trade Turner, but they can't. They want to trade Oler Depot because he and Brogdon have fit issues and they can't trade him. So who knows what's going to happen with this team? I'm definitely going under. Kramer? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's. I have a soft spot in my heart for Nate McMillan. I feel like he's gotten screwed a number of times in his career. And uh, I, the team, when he leaves, the teams generally take a small step back. So uh, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with the guys go under here for the Pacers. Yeah. You guys laid out a good case for the under I'm going to ride with you as well. I think new coach. And then you have this Oladipo thing kind of hanging over you Well, and Turner. Like they're trying to trade the guy like that can't be good for the locker. Yeah. It does feel like they're trying to blow things up, which if you're coming in as a new coach, trying to, you know, get people to buy in, I I think that's going to make your job that much harder. Atlanta Hawks 36 and a half. I'm going to get this one going here. I, I, I feel really good about this under just because this is, I mean, I, I understand why you might be excited about this team, bringing in Bogdanovich and Capella and you know, the Trey young hype, and he's a great offensive player, but this is a crazy adjustment from their win total last year. Even if they get better, this is at 36 and a half adjusted to 41 and a half. This is a huge improvement for this Hawks team. I'm, I'm locking up uh, the under here. Zach, what do you what what's your take on this Hawks team? Yeah, well, I'm on the under as well. I I really hated what they did this offseason. I thought they kind of tried to short circuit their development and brought in a couple win now vets, but the fits are clunky and 
I don't think they're going to win 17 games. I, I, I actually am eyeing that no, that no playoffs at plus 110 as well. Um, that looks like it could be some good value, uh, you know, along with what you were saying, Sean. So yeah, under 36 and a half. And obviously the play in game affects these playoff odds, because if you're in the 10 spot, you could still get in, but under here. Yeah. And clarify for people, if they missed it, they're, they're doing a similar format as to what they did last year when they kind of resumed with the bubble, right? Yeah. And I, I correct me if I'm wrong, uh, McKee, but I think it's the, it's automatic. It's not, you don't even have to be within four games. I think it's automatically a playing game, right? Between seven and 10 or something like that. Um, uh, yeah, it's, if you, uh, it's down to yeah 10th place, if you're in 10th place, it's still like a play in game. So I still don't really totally understand it, but yeah, you can, um, even if you're the 10th seed, you can still make it into the playoffs somehow, but I'm with you guys. I'm going to go under on this Hawks team. They can get significantly better and still be under compared yeah, that, to their record last year. And they added Rondo. They added Chris Dunn, Gallinari. <laughs> Those are some savvy vets, but I'm not sure it really improves them that much. Plus Lloyd Pierce, this is his third season. He's shown he, he hasn't shown that he can coach a winning team yet. So I don't know why we're uh, deciding that they're suddenly better than 500. Well, and Rondo does strike me as the guy of if he's on a good team and they're playing well, and you have a leader like LeBron kind of keeping him in check, he can be an addition. But if you're on a bad team and there's no, you know, kind of real alpha there, that he can end up being a negative force. Kramer, what are you doing here on the Hawks? Uh, again, the the Hawks are perennially a collection of people that often don't turn out to be a decent team. So I, I think you can do worse than just fading the Hawks every year. Yeah, lock it up there. Well, I, know, I, I know Kramer has a soft spot for Nate McMillan. He <laughs> is the associate head coach of this Atlanta Hawks team. So. Lloyd Pierce might be a little bit of a sitting duck, Kramer. You might have to go over there. Well, maybe, maybe it becomes a late <laughs> season thing when he replaces them and becomes the head coach. I don't know. I, I just think Atlanta is a sit. It's a black hole for wins. Yep. Washington Wizards, thirty-three and a half is the win total that adjusted thirty-eight on a regular season minus one twenty each way on the playoff. No playoff. Hundred to one to win it all. Russell Westbrook comes to town. The the total was twenty-eight and a half pre Westbrook pre Westbrook trade. No John Wall now, of course. Zach, how are you handicapping this Wizards team? Yeah, I'm going under here. I I I think the the Westbrook acquisition was, I mean, it, it wasn't necessarily short sighted because they had the John Wall contract anyways. But look, this team has got to start building for the future. So I think they'll come to their senses, trade Brad Beal um, at some point this season. And I like this under. I, I don't see them as a playoff team. Yeah, I mean, things really could turn if they end up unloading Beal and it's just Westbrook and uh, and a bunch of other guys. Yeah. Where are you at? Where are you at with this, McKee? I disagree. I'm actually going over because I don't think that they're going to try uh, trade Bradley Beal this year. They re-signed Davis Bertans, which kind of shows that they're wanting to win. They they went and traded for Westbrook, which says they want to win now. So I've got them slotted in as my eighth seed right now, which is. Uh, just under 500, but it still goes over in their uh, for their win total. Kramer, you know, a uh, couple nice additions to the great capital and Russell. I mean, I I, I think his style. I'm almost excited to see him kind of cause some havoc in the East because his style is perfectly capable of single-handedly beating a lot of these shitty teams. And so, yeah, why not? The Wizards have been such dog shit for so long. I'll, I'll take a stab at the over here. 
Uh, just because I'd rather be in a position rooting for Westbrook than trying to trying to hate him, my man. Yeah, and I, you know you don't understand that kind of game plan, but I do. I, I've said this before on the show. I kind of model my own uh, game after Russell Westbrook. A lot of <laughs> a lot of diving to the basket, a lot of contact. I don't remember. Yeah, I mean they're they're replacing Ish Smith as the starting point guard with yeah. Russell Westbrook. That's enough to really boost your win total yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, after hearing everyone's case, I I think I'll lean over just because. Yeah, I, I don't know. The beating up on the East, I think that's a good angle, and and to get to thirty three and a half, thirty four wins, even with the shortened season, I think that's well within range. So I'll 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 ride with you guys. I'll ride with Team Ryan's and uh, go on the <laughs> over here. Moving over to the Orlando Magic, an interesting conversation with my sister who was going to. Uh, looking to buy a Sixers gift for my brother, oh, and nice. she texted him, "Do you want me to get you this uh, Philadelphia shirt?" And he's like, "No fucking way!" So uh, of course, uh, Fultz looking a little bit better with the Orlando Magic, but is it <laughs> enough to help them get the over thirty-one and a half games? That translates to thirty-six games. Zach, where are you at with the Magic? Yeah, this is this is probably the my least favorite, but reluctant over uh, in the in the conference. I feel like they this team is never sexy at all, but <laughs> does find does find a way to sort of sneak into that back half of the playoff picture. Uh, Steve Clifford, really good coach, um, and, and look, they they still have some competent pieces on this team. Markel Fultz looks a lot better. I have to say, uh, continues to improve after the the you know saga in Philly. So. I will uh, hold the nose and, and go over here. Uh, they're over 31 and a half. I think they're probably a little bit better than Atlanta or Washington. And and don't look now, but Fultz showing that it's possible to go from Philly to a team in Florida and start being a productive member of society. Carson Wentz to the Jags? Question mark. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I, I kind of like this team going over. I mean, this I, I think when you get down here, you start having to play the game of are they going to tank? Are they going to completely sell? And I'm not sure they are. Uh, so I'm going to take the over. McKee, where yeah. you at? I agree with Zach. I I don't like this, but I'm taking just. I think the number is right about there. I'm taking just over, but I would stay away. Um, this team just never fully tanks. They keep saying they want to trade Aaron Gordon, and then they never do. So he's got too many I, awesome dunks. Can't trade yeah, a guy I like that. I feel like they're just gonna uh, keep going the way they've been doing and kind of just barely hit their over. So I'd stay away, but I'm going to go over. Yeah. Gun to my head. And uh, I don't know who would be putting a gun to my head to bet this Orlando magic win total, but uh, <laughs> I'm with you guys. I'll roll in the over there slight lean on the over. Just, just because of uh, the idea that, you know, Markel Fultz probably will have a good season is just another knife in the back of Philly sports fans. Want to give a shout to thrive fantasy mentioned earlier that uh, Ben Simmons least profitable guy when it comes to uh, player props guys over the NBA gambling podcast going to be throwing out some thrive fantasy lineups for the NBA regular season. That's right. NBA regular season contests are coming to thrive. They'll be ready for tip off uh, come next week. Wow. It really is right around the corner. And of course, use that Thrive promo code SGP. Get an instant deposit match up to fifty bucks, free fifty dollars to play with. Great! I, I know I'm definitely going to be doing some action come Christmas Day. That is a fun way to get down. Just pick your favorite player props over under. Very simple. New way to play DFS. Best way. Some are saying ThriveFantasy.com promo code SGP. ThriveFantasy.com promo code 
SGP. Moving over to the Chicago Bulls, win total 29 and a half. That adjusts out to 33 and a half. Plus 300 to make the playoffs, minus 400 not to 100 to 1 to win the championship. I, again, I don't know a ton about this Bulls team, but just the fact that they openly hated their coach so much, yep. and now they have a different coach, that to me is enough to hit the over. Just that 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 motivation to stick it to the old coach by showing he was the thing holding them back. I think that's a real thing for NBA players. So I, I'm going to take the over here and feel pretty good about it. Obviously, it's really low for a reason, but. 29 and a half, uh, I think is very doable for a bulls team with the new head coach. McKee is my logic solid there. Or am I crazy? I think your logic is solid, but you're crazy because <laughs> I would never, I have a, a best bet on taking the bulls under, Whoa. they didn't really go out and add any good players to change things up. If solid they, had played logic. Seven, they, they had if they had played 72 games last year, they would have won just 24 games, which would put them, you know, five and a half games under that uh, 29 and a half total. I think they're going to be about the same team. Sure. Billy Donovan is a better coach and they don't hate him yet, but also I don't think Billy Donovan <laughs> is such an amazing coach that he's going to uh, thrust them like up six games. So I'm going to go ahead and take the under Zach, where are you landing? Is there, am I giving too much into the coaching narrative here? No, I, I think this is, this is just, I would probably have them in this 28 to 30 range. Um, I'm gonna go under here. They don't really have any competent guard play on this team. I feel like, mm -hmm. you know, they're kind of, yes, Zach Levine can go get his own bucket, but you know, they really don't have anybody who's going to dime up, you know, Wendell Carter, Lowry Markinen. Uh, I think they really are very high on Pat Williams, who is a young rookie. Um, so he could be a sneaky rookie of the year. I think he's going to play a lot. Um, and yeah, I think this is, this is kind of a somewhat of a, of a rebuilding project. So I'll go under here, um, but I do think there'll be more, there'll be much more competent and less headlines about hating their coach and team meetings <laughs> and leader. They established a leadership council last year. I hope that won't happen again, but the leadership council here. says our coach sucks. Oh, and their new exactly. coach once cried to get his old job back. So let's uh, let's not get too. Uh, I, I, yeah, I guess the jury's out on Billy Donovan, and if he's going to make a material difference, to McKee's point, this is a team that greatly underperformed. Their Pythag had them winning close to forty percent of their games. So they are definitely a positive regression team Ooh, to the like point that. Of, of not changing. Wow. Um, but I don't know if I want to make a bet on Billy Donovan for that reason. So. I'm going to go with you guys and say under, I think this team like next year, maybe like they're, they're going to have to make some changes, but maybe they're a team we're talking about over next year. I'm going to be on the under this year. Lone wolf over here. Don't worry guys. I, I I'm fine sitting on my Chicago Island, Charlotte Hornets, 26 and a half is a win total adjusted to 30 plus three fifty to make the playoffs minus four fifty to miss 250 to one to win the championship. Cause that's not going to happen. <laughs> Gordon Hayward, they got him, although he already fractured his finger. Uh, Lamelo Ball, man, really feel like that could go anywhere. I I'm gonna say under just because I don't know. They still feel like a bit of a mess, and uh, I don't know. They, it feels like they don't quite have a plan yet. I do think injuries. I mean, Hayward's already banged up. That's a red flag, and Lamelo Ball. Maybe there's hope, but he just he feels like such a raw product. I don't know if he's actually gonna help them win games this early. Zach, you are you in or out on this Hornets team? I'm in. I'm fully in. 
Um, I, I, I like this uh, plus 350 to make the playoffs. Ooh, Just, uh, okay. The, po- the possibility they could sneak in the back end, sneak in that playoff, if that play in game. Um, yeah, I, I think James Borrego, uh, Charlotte's coach, very, very high in him to, you know, get the most juice out of the squeeze out of this roster. Um, and look, I think Gordon Hayward, obviously the health is a concern, but he came here to reestablish himself as a star. He's a good two way player. He's unselfish and they, they kind of have a sneaky, nice stable of young talent around him. Um, so I will, I will rock with the, uh, with the over here. I'm also, you know, very, very high on LaMelo ball. So I think he's going to be an absolute star. So <laughs> I, I'm looking, I'm like over a lot. No, LaMelo, LaMelo is interesting. I mean, I don't know the shooting. He's got to figure out a little bit, but it, yeah, it certainly could work out for him. I'm out on that family, Sean. <laughs> I'm just, it's hard to, it's hard to really be on team ball and God damn it. If the media just doesn't report everything, we, it seemed like there was a time where we had kind of moved past LeVar ball. And then I'm seeing his, you know, meme like quotes popping up into my feed again. And can we, can we just focus on the kids and not talk to him at all? Although, and we'll get to this team next, but I, I did agree with his take on the Detroit Pistons. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go under on this team. I, I just think anytime you're, I guess maybe Gordon Hayward proves us wrong and he can be the guy for a team. I just I'm not gonna bet on him being the guy and making it a whole season and carrying this team. So yeah, it's gonna be. I, I think there's gonna be some motivation issues for old Hayward coming off. And now he's already has a broken finger. We'll see how long that takes. McKee, where are you at with the Hornets? I'm with you guys. I'm going under. I think Gordon Hayward is four years removed from being an all-star. He was in Utah. He's had too many injury issues and he's already getting banged up. I think Lamelo ball has a lot of potential, but I don't think he's winning a lot of games this year. I think he'll be exciting to watch, but I, I think they're going to have some fit issues too. They went out and they paid Terry Rozier a lot of money to come over last season. And then Devonte Graham ended up having a great season. He wanted more playing time. So I think they have a bit of a log jam there. Weird fit overall on their team. I'm going under Detroit Pistons sitting at 23 and a half adjusted 27 plus 600 to miss the, uh, to make the playoffs. Sorry, of course, <laughs> minus 1000 to miss 500 to one to win it all. They brought in Stan Van Gundy. They still got our boy uh, Blake Griffin, noted improv actor and stand-up comedian. I, <laughs> with, with the Pistons, to me, it just feels like I don't know, man. They it feels like they don't have a plan. Zach, where are you at with this Pistons team? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like their plan is to suck this year. Um, so <laughs> yes. I, I, de- I, def- I definitely like this under. They and look, they're obviously handing the keys to their franchise to Killian Hayes, nineteen-year-old point guard from France, who is very raw. Um, you know, he, they like his potential, but he's not going to be good this year yet. They're starting him at the one. And I think what, what the reason I like this under is even if Blake and Derek Rose play well, that is a ticket for them to get value for them in a trade and ship them out and, yeah. and build and keep building for the future. So I feel like their upside to be good is so low um, because and any bright spots on this team will, will probably be traded out of town for future assets. So I like this under a lot. I think this is the worst team in the East right here. So yeah, that's a great point because there's a very small window where Blake Griffin is good enough to help the Pistons win, but not so good that he ends up getting traded. And the same could be said with Rose. And of course, Blake Griffin and Derek Rose, two most uh, injured guys, are like lost potential due to injury. I think in the past decade of the NBA. I mean, I think again, when you get to the bottom, you're looking for teams that you can uh, like safely assume that are going to be selling and tanking more than they are trying to get better as the season goes on. 
So yeah, I mean the the combination of young players plus uh, you know some of our all time Mount Rushmore uh, what could have been <laughs> players with Blake and and, and Derek Rose. Let's go. On. I mean this is the best bet under. Yeah, McKee, are you yeah. Uh, are you gonna go contrarian here and take the over on the Pistons? No, I'm also going under. I think they are bottom feeders along with the Cavs. I think they're tanking. They did go out and add Jeremy Grant and Mason Plumley. They stole them from the Denver Nuggets, but I think they're complementary pieces. They're not starters, which they're slotting in right now as New York Knickerbockers. Twenty-two and a half is the win total. Twenty-five and a half would be the adjusted win total. Uh, plus twelve hundred. I keep looking at that as to uh, make the or to miss the playoffs. I'm reading it backwards. Plus twelve hundred to make the playoffs. Minus twenty five hundred to miss the playoffs. Disrespect. Not, not even going to pain you guys by reading off what their odds <laughs> are to win the NBA championship. And again, I'm I'm taking this nugget from the uh, NBA gambling podcast who laid out a case saying Tibbs is just in win now mode. No one told him that they're still trying to tank. Uh, he doesn't. There's the word tank is not in Tibbs's dictionary. If it is, it's a tank in World War II, helping to crush the Nazis. You know, in the the Battle of the Bulge, this guy's a warrior. He's going to be playing the vets over the young guys, in spite of the fact that it could hurt the team long term. I really like the over, and I'm again, I'm stealing this from the NBA Gambling Podcast guys. But Zach, are are you still on the over here for the Knicks? Yeah, I like this over a lot. I mean. It's it's almost offensive how bad this Knicks <laughs> team is at at developing for the future. It's like it's just sad to see. You know, we start they 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 tried out a starting lineup with Alfred Payton, Nerlens Noel, um, in in that first game of the season. I I, I can't even remember who else. Maybe Reggie Bullock alongside those guys. But yeah, well, look, I, I mean, it's actually funny. Last night to come back and win a preseason game against the Cavaliers, their young guys were playing well, so they ended up playing them to close that game. Um, but yeah, I like this over. I mean, Tibbs doesn't know how to tank. They're going to continue to commit developmental malpractice, give their young <laughs> players inconsistent minutes. And you know, they're riding Nerlens Noel over Mitchell Robinson, Alfred Prayton over Frank Nilakina. It does not make sense, but uh, it will contribute to winning some games this year. So well, and, I got to ride this over. And you know, I, I know what you're saying with the developmental practice, but I think the Sixers kind of gotten this into this uh, weird wormhole as well, where if your coach that is involved in the tank uh, is still the coach, when you're trying to be good, it's, it's hard to just flip that light switch where there really is something to the uh, culture of losing. And I, I think bringing in Tibbs and bringing a hard ass that expects winning, I think isn't the worst thing you wish you, he could find some middle ground and play some of these young guys develop and still have some accountability. I mean, that's why you bring in a guy like Tibbs and a hard ass. But I mean, I, I think that was the big problem with Brett Brown. It's like he was the guy in charge of the tank, and then he was supposed to be in charge of the guy when it came to actually doing damage in the playoffs. I don't think that guy can be the same guy. McKee, what are you doing here with the Knicks? Are you on team over as well, right? I'm on team over as well. I'm I'm not gonna bet it. I would, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even hold my nose <laughs> Don't and do bet that it, to but yourself. I would, I would, I'm going to bet the over just because you're right. Tim Tibbs doesn't know how to lose. I think it's going to hurt the development of their young players long run long-term, but this year they're going to go over. Kramer. Yeah, when you hire Tibbs cause you want to win games. Like you don't <laughs> hire a fucking savage maniac. If you want to develop your young guys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is an old school guy who's gonna. Yeah, let, I did it. Let's go. I'll even go head over to my bookie and place some money on. Lay lay that bet while you're doing it, Ryan. Cleveland Cavaliers to close it out. Bottom of the East, seller dwellers, twenty one and a half, adjust to twenty four and a half. 
their their price to make the playoffs is plus eight hundred. Interesting compared to the Knicks at plus twelve hundred, <laughs> minus sixteen hundred not to make the playoffs. Five hundred win five hundred to one to win the NBA championship. Interesting nugget about the Cavs tied for the second most rest advantage games in the first half of the season. So maybe that helps them get off to a, a decent start. They do still have Kevin Love, Andre Drummond. I know they're not going to tr- be trying to win, but I I think they will end up getting over this number because it's just so low. Uh, I don't know. I just don't think they're the worst team in the East, and this this win total suggests that. So I'm going to take over again. Not looking to actually get involved in this, but Zach, are you are you in or out on the Cavs? Yeah, I'm, I'm probably going over too. I, I think you know they have a sneaky little culture building in Cleveland. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Kevin loves happy. Uh, it seems so. Yeah, I'll lean over here. I think they're better than the Pistons, and yeah, the not 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 recommending, as you said, uh, going to my bookie.ag on this one. Uh, McKee, what are you doing here? Well, I gotta say, I think you guys are crazy. I've clearly <laughs> watched way more Cleveland games than any of the rest of the three of you because my wife is from Cleveland and she still likes to watch Cavs game despite how horrible they are. <laughs> I'm scarred fan. from watching I'm scarred from watching way too many of their games last season. I uh, I don't think that happy Kevin Love will be happy very long. I think <laughs> Andre Drummond could get unhappy real fast too. I think this team's going under. Kramer. Uh yeah, I don't have a, a good lean one way or another, so I'm going to just round out the conference with taking it over on the lowest uh lowest win total. I, I'm with you. I think I think to me Detroit is very, very uh, clearly the worst team. So yeah, I'll uh, I'll play the market here and, and take it over. All right. Well, we're gonna go around, give out our two best bets, our two locks for the win total. Before we do, want to shout out to Ace Per Head. Ace, of course, is the place if you want to start your own online sports book. Just go to aceperhead.com/sgp. Sign up using that link, our link. Get up to six weeks free. Again, stop trying to just beat the bookie and become your own bookie. Aceperhead.com/sgp. Acepred.com slash SGP Kramer. Give us your two locks. I like this. You're going to go last. You can copy some of our exactly. smarter guests, but you're going to make me go first. Toronto over 42 and a half. Uh, sorry, Tampa Bay, the, <laughs> Tampa the, Raptor, Bay Raptors. the Raptors of Tampa. Again, doing the smart thing, moving to Florida to uh, battle COVID. <laughs> I, I like it. Just throw that strip club distraction in front of everyone's face. Yeah. Uh, the Pistons under 23 and a half is my other best bet. All right. Zach, what are your uh, two favorites of these uh, Eastern Conference win totals? Yeah, I like the Pistons too, but I'm going to go Raptors over. I'll go Hawks under to mix it up. And then just to throw you a dog, I'll go Hornets. Yes, make the playoffs plus 350. Ooh. Okay. I like where your head's at. McKee, uh, what are you doing here? Win totals. I'm going with you guys. I like the uh, Tampa Bay Raptors to go over. I think this would be the 10th year in a row that they would go over Vegas's uh, prediction for them. And then I like the under on the Bulls. Mm. Oh, okay. All right. I was going to throw the over in the bulls, but the fact that you're locking it up (laughs) makes me a little scary. I'm a narrative man. Stand your ground. I'm a gut handicapper. And you know what that means? Brooklyn nets smells fishy. I'm I'm locking up the under. I don't know. Some about that team's going to be a bit of a disaster. The, the numbers just a little too high. And then the other one, again, it's just cause it got adjusted so much from last season. It doesn't make sense to me. Lock me up on the under Atlanta Hawks at 36 and a half. That feels pretty good. And co-signing with uh, Zach over there. So that feels pretty good. All right.
guys. Thank you for participating in the sports gambling podcast. This will do it for the Eastern conference NBA win totals. If you want to hear the NBA win totals for the Western conference, Lakers, Clippers, bunch of other teams, the Spurs there in the West, so much to hit over there. And we're going to be picking up the Western conference win totals over on the NBA gambling podcast. You can get that over uh, wherever great podcasts are downloaded. Just search NBA gambling podcast, subscribe and uh, subscribe to us as well. If you haven't subscribed, I don't know what the hell you're doing. Leave a five-star rating or review so you can qualify for merch Monday for the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green and he is Ryan go next. All rise Kramer. Let it ride.